Well, welcome to the Speak With People podcast. My name is Jason Reitz, and I will be your host today. I'm so honored that you are joining us for this time together. Uh, Here at the Speak With People podcast, we believe that healthy communication is oxygen for our relationships and our leadership. And so when we speak with people, we breathe life into them. And when we speak at them, we breathe destruction into them. And so really the choices for each of us, whether we speak with, which is healthy communication, or we speak at, which is unhealthy communication. So whether that's one-on-one, on a team, from a stage, from behind a screen, uh, we believe healthy communication is the right decision. And so we hope this time together inspires you, challenges you, encourages you to make your words matter and to choose healthy communication. So thank you again for joining us, for being a part of our podcast family. Well, today I'm so excited about what we are talking about. One, because uh, our guest is someone who has uh, inspired me like crazy from afar online. Just how he posts and communicates and encourages is just so incredible. And so I was just so blessed when he said that he would be on. But we're diving into the importance of talking about our physical health, our physical health. Now, don't Don't turn off the podcast or press pause. I know for some of us, this is a really tough topic, but why would we talk about this on a communications podcast? Well, because when our physical health improves, many areas in our life improve as well. And one of them being our communication, our confidence goes through the roof. And so today we're going to tackle questions like, do I need to care about my physical health in order to be a healthy communicator? Does it matter if I'm physically fit? Will it actually really affect my communication? What happens in my communication when I invest time into my health? And how do I transform from where I am? So in this week's podcast, we're joined by Jason Yost. He's a transformational wellness coach. He's the uh, coach. He's a coach. He's the author of the new Rhythm Journal. And he's he's just really worked at some amazing organizations. And so now he is out on his own helping many, many leaders get to a a place where they are transformed and um, just living in a healthy way. And so welcome, Jason. Thank you so much for being on the Speak With People podcast. Oh my gosh, Jason. I am so thrilled to be here to connect with you and your community. And we're going to have a good time today. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, before we jump in, I know I, I told just like a little snippet of your story, but I'd love if you fill in our listeners, you know, more of your story, who you are, where you're from, what you do, your family, all that kind of stuff. Yes, for sure. I... Uh, live in the Northeast area. Some would call it the South. Some would call it the North, depending on who you talk to, but it's kind of mid-state. We're in Maryland and uh, we live in a in a nice town between Annapolis, which is the capital of Maryland, and Washington, D.C., which is the capital of the nation. So it's a cool little spot. We're on two and a half acres here. We have a barn. We have a dog. I've got two beautiful girls uh, next uh, in like 14 days, my oldest will be 10 and my youngest is seven, will be eight in April and my beautiful wife. And we, um, we enjoy where we live. We enjoy kind of the rhythm that life gives us. Uh, historically, I spent some time uh, helping churches in the music and creative space. That's where I spent most of my career, so to speak. I'm speaking as if I feel like I'm older than I am. I'm still pretty young. I, w- I do want to say that. I'm only 40, <laughs> which was a milestone that I hit back in December. So it's definitely on my you know reticular activating system. 
Um, but I was able to spend some time at National Community Church in D.C. Uh, as a worship leader and campus pastor there. And um, after my time there at Liquid Church in New Jersey, uh, helping them with their creative and worship ministry as well. And then um, we got to a place, my wife and I, where we just uh, were kind of stirring inside, felt like maybe there was something different. Maybe there was, uh, you know, her, her dad is a pastor. Uh, her mom's a social worker. I was a pastor. She was a social worker. It was kind of like, not a midlife crisis, but, you know, we were in our young 30s and we were like, we were getting out of survival mode, you know, like when you have with kids, or they were, you know, becoming after toddlers yep. at space. And we were just like, what would life look like if we created it? You know, uh, would 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 it be any different? What would it look like? You know, and, and one of our core, we figured out what our values were. And one of that, uh, especially for me, was just to be available to my kids and to my wife. And so we transitioned from uh, full-time church staff and uh, into remote work. And so I got a job at Samaritan's Purse and as a national director of large church partnerships, which was awesome. Really love that. Gave us time with family, but then also, you know, great purpose um, of what they do, connecting with churches and relationships overseas. Uh, but something happened that was a real catalyst uh, to kind of what we're going to talk about today. I had just started the job, was so excited. Now I went from skinny jeans, long t-shirts <laughs> every single day to having to wear a suit and tie. <laughs> so I literally, I had to go purchase. I did not own one. I had to go purchase a suit and tie. I was flying to headquarters you know, to do orientation, to get the picture. So you'd have it on your badge, be able to get all the things and fly all over the place. And, uh, I got my profile picture back and it literally stopped me in my tracks. And I was like, I took it to my wife. I said, Shelly, is this me? <laughs> and she, uh, she said, well, yes. And it, it was really an awakening for me of, man, I've gotten to a place subconsciously that, that I don't really like hmm. uh, the way that I looked, the way that I was feeling. I knew going out to communicate to some high-level leaders that I wasn't going to be able to show up in a way that I really wanted to. And so that brought me on a journey of um, taking care of my health, my physical health. And so um, I reached out for help, got somebody to help me, and ended up losing 60 pounds and it just really transformed my life. Just that discipline transformed my life and, and opened my eyes to what else could be possible, you know? And then I started running. I started running half marathons, 5Ks, I started biking, doing 30-mile track, just stuff that I'd never done before, Jason. Like, literally, that's not who I was. And then, you know, once I, once I started to get my health in check, it just opened some doors, and then we started to get... Uh, honestly, my wife, uh, she did the same thing. She ended up losing 60 pounds. Um, and it just, it transformed us and our family. And then naturally, because we have been in, uh, spaces where we're in public, we live out loud. Uh, we have large networks. People started asking, what in the world are you guys doing? What in the heck has happened? And so, you know, it, it just happened to where we were able to create our own business out of it and add value for people, really help people. Um, and, you know, I was working at Samaritan's Purse. Shelly was was growing the business, helping people. 
Um, and then we just grew it to a place where we were both able to do this together, which has really been a dream of ours, like, like 50 and up, 55 plus, you know, right. like maybe one day we'd be able to do something together like this. And so we're just, we're blessed. We're honored. We, we work from home and we have clients all over the nation and we're able just to add some great value, uh, from the experiences and the knowledge that we've received to give it back to people. Wow. That's just absolutely incredible. I so, just, yeah, we're, uh, just, we're super honored and super excited about it. What a great journey. Well, I, uh, going way back to your story in the very beginning, I, I had the time of my life, uh, junior year of high school in Annapolis. Cause we visited the Naval Academy as, mm-hmm. uh, and I can remember walking around thinking this is the coolest town I've ever been in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We love it. Old town Annapolis. Yeah. The brick streets and the water and the sun uh, rising and setting. It's really nice. Just we go down there often. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, Hey, let's jump, let's jump in and, and talk about this. But you know, as we're, you know, as we're considering this, is it true from your perspective, you know, what you've uh, learned in, in your business and then coaching, you know, so many leaders in, in your own life, uh, everything changes when we get our physical health in order. Is that like an overstatement? Is that, you know, correct me where I'm wrong, but you know, tell me what you think yeah. about that. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, Jason, I believe, uh, I've heard that before. Uh, so when I heard it, it very much intrigued me and then personally going through it, it is absolutely true. One of the terms, actually, if I turn the computer around, you could see it. We have a large kind of mural in our office and it's a rising tide lifts all ships. And we just talk about with our clients and our coaches on our teams that, uh, you know, once you get physically healthy, it literally is the rising tide that begins to lift all ships. Even for, you know, personally in our life, you know, we were stressed out. We were emotionally stressed out. We were burnt out. We weren't financially stable. And when we got our health figured out, it's that discipline that you put your body through and your mind through, but then also it's the self-efficacy that begins to develop in your life, the confidence that, oh, if I did it here, I bet you I can do it here, you know, and because you find a lot of it is conscious living and habit formation. And so you can, you can put those habits in different areas and buckets of your life and begin to see that rise as well. So I absolutely believe it's true. That's incredible. So, you know, when it comes to leaders, you know, they're in, they're in a workplace, they're on a team, you know, as they're trying to deal with all the stress and the, you know, the amount of work that they have to do, you know, then they're trying to, you know, deal with their friends and family and life and just, they're just trying to live everything. You know, why is it so hard for us sometimes as leaders, as people to just talk about the physical rut, you know, that we get into with our health? Because it seems like, and maybe I'm only speaking from my perspective, but you get into this place where, and maybe it's because shame starts to take over and you're like, oh, I just don't want anybody to bring this up. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, I don't want to mention it one more time. Yes, I'm overweight. Yes, I haven't worked out in a while. Why do you think it's so hard for us to to talk about? Yeah. And, and I think the word that you mentioned, I think is it in our society, I think it's shame-based, unfortunately. Um, because if you just look at the science of it, it's habit based. So if, if you're in a place, if you're in a place and space now, you're going to need to shift some behaviors to create some habits that are going to give you your desired outcome. 
it's literally that simple as far as the formula goes. <laughs> it's not that simple, but as far as the formula goes, you just change some of your habits. But there's so much shame around, you know, how you're feeling, how you're perceived. Uh, and then also, if the you're in control of that. And so the only way that you're going to change that is if you do something about it. And so if you're not ready to do something about it, it's not something you're going to want to talk about <laughs> because it's almost, you have a little bit of an idea of what it's going to take for you to get to your goal. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So what, what do we need, you know, to get to that place where we're ready? You know, I know everybody's at a different place, but is there, are there any, are there any common characteristics, you know, where, you know, especially you as a coach, you look for to help yeah. people get to that place where they finally go, okay, I need to make the change. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think that's an awesome question. And I think it's different for everybody and everybody has their time when they are ready. And it's different, you know, one, it could be an absolute need where it's a medical situation. And so there's a pain point there where it's life or death. It's like, or else, you know? And so then you need to get to a place where you need to find out what it is that you need to do in order to change your habits to reduce that pain. So we, we make, we make choices for two reasons. One is to, uh, get rid of pain to reduce pain in our life or to increase pleasure. Right. And so we need to create a story around one of those in order to move forward with the decision. Most of the time, pain gets us to move more than pleasure, right? Because when we're, when we're in a situation, we're just talking about health. So when we're in a situation where we're overweight and we know we need to get to a better uh, BMI or a healthier weight and how we, you know, so we think what would change, you know, we'd be at this number, maybe we've never been at that number before. We'd be able to ride the ride. We'd be able to go on an airplane without the, you know, the extender, we'd be able to do these things, which sounds good. But if you tell yourself, if I don't do this, I might not be able to walk my kid down the aisle. If I don't do this, I might not be able to get up and play baseball with my kid. What is he going to think of me? If I don't do this, what is my, my spouse, you know, am I giving her my level best? Am I, you know, those types of things. So you, you literally need to get to a place where the, the, the pain of, of the pain of change is greater than, uh, the joy of staying the same. You know what I mean? Wow. And that wow. gets you to a place of movement. That is so good. I mean, I know, you know, in my own life, that is 100%, you know, true. I, I've spent years and years, you know, this horrifically awful cycle, you know, for mm -hmm. years and years and years, I have a bad back and I've just used that as my excuse of why I can't deal with you know, with the change because the pain is too great and it's the only thing that gives me pleasure and, yeah. you know, gives me just that relief, you know, Chick-fil-A, thank you so much, you know, for helping yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and I, I did, you know, I've done this a couple of times in my life, you know, where the, I was able to get a handle on the pain and then attack, you know, that change, you know, to be able to do that. And that's, I mean, that's just amazing, you know, to be yeah. able to do that. Can you give us some advice on how to assess you know, where we are when it comes to our physical health. I mean, you just, 
hit on a couple of those things, you know, but like if the thought of like walking your child down the aisle or, you know, some of those, those kind of things, but you know, are, are there some like assessment areas where we need to go, Ooh, okay. I need to really start working on this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there is, you know, textbook is our body mass index, you know, a healthy BMI that's according, you know, that's math according to your, your height, your age, your weight. Um, I'm not like, that's a, that's a good kind of rubric to get an idea, but you know, so for me, I'm five foot nine, I'm 190 pounds, but I'm 12% body fat. So according to BMI at 190 pounds, I'm obese, <laughs> right? <laughs> so you have to look at it a little differently. It gives you an idea. And again, that's the mass index. So according to stats of all of these people, this is where you should be. But, you know, when you, when you have a certain amount of extra weight and extra fat cells, then you're at increased risk for lots of different diseases as you get older, you know? So it's, you are investing in your future by starting now, you know, it, it's only, it's strategic, you know, as leaders, as, as in thinking about, you know, the best next step, it's definitely a strategic foresight for us to think, how can I, how can I get my health in order? You know what I mean? As communicators, how can I need to, I need to be high energy. I need to be aware. I need to be in conscious mindset. So how can I get my health to a place where I'm able to give 100% of me and be totally present in order to do those things? Yep. Huh. Okay. So, so many people are stunted because of negative voices that fill their head. So yeah. why do you think the, the negative voices get so loud and why do we listen to them for so long, you know, before getting to this place of going, wait a minute, I don't have to listen to you. I can start to move. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that I've been encouraging myself personally, because none of us, it's never something you're going to master, right? It's more thing. What can I, how can I manage this? Not necessarily master it, but manage it. And we just, and I'm encouraging myself in this, as I'm saying this out loud is we need to speak to ourselves more than we listen to ourselves. Ooh. Right. Wow. Wow. Sometimes, sometimes, most of the time I am my worst critic, right? The, The way that I talk to myself, I wouldn't let anyone in this world talk to me or my family, the way that I talk to myself. Right. You know, and, and unfortunately the cycle happens where we get an idea, say, Hey, I want to get healthy. I want to lose weight. So we try something and then whether we don't have the support or we don't have the consistency, we end up stop doing that. We're not consistent with it and we give up. And so then we, we are in the process of, of breaking a promise to ourselves. And so then we lose confidence with ourselves to keep trying this again, because we're always going to fall short. Wow. Right. So what's, so what's the point? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's where we need to, to stop listening to ourselves and stop talking to ourselves because any forward movement in that direction is positive, any forward movement at all. (laughs) And so when we, when we're listening too much to the negative talk, it paralyzes us to move towards our desired outcomes, uh, which is the exact opposite of what we want. 
Right. So, so it's more affirmation, self-talk. I can do this. I got this. You wake up. I'm going to hit my goals today. I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink half my body weight in ounces today. I'm going to hit, you know, this many calories. I'm going to, you know, it's that self-talk of just, of, of your, your, your leading yourself, self-leadership. You're leading yourself to your desired goal. So what is it that I want to accomplish? Identify that, figure out the habits it's going to take for you to get to that outcome. And then literally day by day, just do it. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, we could talk about, oh my goodness. I mean, just that process and and getting there and that help. Um, but I want to turn the corner just for a second. Like as you have led over the years and have made the transformation in your life, have you seen your communication health, your communication confidence, your communication skills uh, improve because, you know, you've made a priority with your physical yeah. health? Do you, do you think that's, you know, one of the, you know, the amazing byproducts of all this for leaders? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. I have noticed it a lot in my own life. And the main areas that I think is uh, I'm way more in conscious leadership or conscious communication, meaning I'm present. Uh, I know what I want to say. I am thinking about what I want to say. I'm listening way more uh, because I'm not as subconscious busy and trying to get through the next moment. Um, it's, I've, it's helped me learn that because again, the discipline of dis, you know, disciplining your body to eat correctly and to get to a healthy weight, it causes you to be aware of when you're slipping into subconscious living, which would be the robotic mode of just let's get this going. Let's get next. I'm hungry. I'm going to take this. I'm going to put it in my mouth. I'm going to consume it. Oh, I'm hungry again. I'm going to consume it. I'm not thinking about what I'm eating. I'm not planning what I'm eating. I'm not concerned about what I'm putting in my body. Similar, you know, to as we're communicating. Okay. I'm on my phone. I'm looking, you know, what, what are you going to say? What am I going to say next? Okay. Let's just keep this going. Okay. Oh, I got to leave. I got this next thing where now that I'm now that I have disciplined my body, disciplining my mind as I'm communicating with someone, I'm a way better listener. So I know how to communicate back to them. I'm way more present with them. And I'm way more in a sense where I'm here to add value to them rather than what can I get out of this or how can I finish this quickly so I can move on to the next thing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Absolutely. Ah. Are there any keys like, you know, I know that there'll be people listening right now, leaders listening who are going, okay, this is, this is great. But you know, what, what are some of those, you know, keys to helping people, you know, stick with it, you know, to be able to make these kind of conscious decisions? Yeah, for sure. And that, that's a, that's an incredible question. I think, you know, one of the, one of the things that, that we always talk about is, you know, you actually shouldn't diet in the dark. Like we're, we're made to be in community. And I think, uh, sometimes people are very much concerned about what others think of them too much. Yeah. And as we are in community with people, that's how we're learning and growing together. And so when you, when you diet in the dark, you can quit in the dark and there's no accountability and no one else knows. Wow. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so you know, accountability measure is a huge one. Um, 
you know, making sure you're telling someone, whether that's your family, whether it's your friends, whether it's a coworker doing it with somebody else. Yep. Because you, again, you're putting a, you're putting accountability in place. You're leading yourself so that when it gets hard, when it gets tough, you're not bowing out quietly. Somebody else is encouraging you. Someone else knows you're there. And so that adds that level of accountability. And honestly, you know, I'm biased, of course, because I am a coach. But since I started reaching out to a coach to help me get to desired goals, I've saved way more time, way more headaches, way more energy to get to my goal than ever before trying to figure yep. out on my own. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just, it's so true. You'll get to your uh, desire goal way faster when you reach out to somebody for help. So accountability and then living in community, you know, with people, it's very, uh, you know, I've coached a lot of clients, a lot, a lot of clients, very few people can do this by themselves, mm. uh, in the dark, just with not telling anyone, not knowing anyone. It's so simple to get discouraged and just throw in the towel when you're doing it quietly. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's so it's so done good. better in community, just like life, you know, yeah. we're supposed to be in community. And so Ugh. it's just a part of, it's a part of living. Um, so turn the corner just a second. So a lot of what you do, what, what I can tell from, you know, kind of following along online is you, you do a lot of communication online. Like what have you learned about, you know, are there any wins or, you know, some, some big things you've learned from, you know, communicating online regularly? Uh, that you could, you know, pass on to people. Yeah, for sure. And that's, and I, you know, I'm so grateful for it. Literally technology enables us to build relationships, connect with people that are thousands of miles away, you know, right at our fingertips. Some of our, some of clients become really good friends um, because you're able to communicate online. A couple things that I've realized is nothing. I mean, just like health, nothing trumps consistency. You know, of just of just stay consistent, be available. Um, the second one I would say would be your approach, your foundational approach should be to add value to people. Yep. Um, not not just a billboard, if that makes sense. You know, not just here. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm eating. This is how. But how can I? You can share that with them, but. You know, if I'm if I'm taking a picture of what I'm eating, I'm doing it to so that Jason, for instance, can see what I'm eating and learn how I made it and try to put that into his context. Is this something he could benefit from when he's busy, when he's on the road, he could just stop here and this would be the cho a better choice instead of this choice. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So I'm, I'm always thinking, how can I add value um, and then one of the, the biggest things, which is also, um, in line with the algorithm of social media is to have conversations behind the scenes, huh. you know, connecting with people, um, asking questions, you know, just trying to, again, live in community, be human, uh, be available, show up for people, um, and, and do that in messages and conversations with people. Those have been the three big things that have helped grow our business and yeah. add value to people. Oh, those are incredible. Those are incredible. Hey, tell us just uh, as we kind of, you know, kind of wrap up the conversation, tell us about the new rhythm journal that you wrote and uh, yeah. yeah, talk about what happens with this. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a, it's a mindset uh, management journal, you could say. Yeah. Um, it's 
it's these are you know as i was transforming physically i was learning about how to transform my mind and just have a better more positive mindset and you know goal setting and thinking about affirmations and talking to myself rather than listening to myself and so i saw a lot of people's you know journals a lot of affirmation things and i was carrying around all these journals every time i traveled or every time i went somewhere and then Shelly and I kept getting questions. How do you guys start your mornings? How do you guys journal? And I just thought, what if I took all the best of a lot of these journals, the things that we actually do in the mornings and created one so that people could use that to help them. And so that's what I did. It's literally the morning routine that we had that helped us transform physically and in our minds. And so you wake up and it's five things about gratitude. It's uh, three affirmations of how you want to show up today. And then there's a few question prompts of, you know, is there something I can get enthusiastic about to stay excited today? Is there something that is there an obstacle that could throw me off today? If so, if it happens, what are the best ways that I could deal with that? Yep. So again, it's helping you move from subconscious living every day just as it comes to more self-leadership and conscious living throughout your day. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, hey, as we uh, as we finish up our conversation, I wanted to ask you some rapid fire questions All right. for our audience to kind of keep uh, getting to know you. But uh, is, do you have a favorite book when it comes to transformation and physical health? Yes, I do. One that I've read, I'm actually reading it again this year. is It's called High Performance Habits by Brennan Burchard. Oh, yeah. It's, it's really good because he marries... Uh, that that physical health, but then also uh, high performance habits as far as leadership and productivity. He marries them together really well. So that's a really good book. I love it. Is there a, a podcast that you, you know, really enjoy either for, you know, leadership or for, you know, pure yeah. enjoyment? Yeah, I dig. Um, right now I dig the Ed Milet podcast. Really good personal development. He has guys on there that are that are talking about finance, mindset, physicality, um, productivity, those types of things. It's really good. Okay, love it. And yeah. then lastly, maybe maybe wrong to ask a you know a health coach about this, but are you more of a Chick Fil A <laughs> person, more of a PDQ person? Tell me what is PDQ? <gasps> you don't have PDQ in Washington and Baltimore. No. I'll tell you what PDQ is. PDQ <laughs> is an attempt to try to be anywhere near as good as Chick-fil-A. That's what PDQ yeah. is. <laughs> I'm going to go with Chick-fil-A. <laughs> All right. All right. That's awesome. Is That's... that Florida thing? Ah, uh, yeah. Maybe maybe I've maybe south, you know. PDQ okay. Zaxby's, you know, both of those are trying to trying to be okay. Chick-fil-A. Awesome. I love it. Well, hey, Jason, tell us uh, where we can find you online, where people can go to find more information about what you do. Yeah, absolutely. I have a, a website that's jayost.com, J-A-Y-Y-O-S-T.com. Um, and that, you know, you can find my podcast information, the journals on there. And then as far as social, I'm just Jason Yost, you know, at Jason Yost on IG and Facebook. So happy to connect and, and I love talking to your community and connecting with you today as well, man. I love it. Well, thank you so much. I know that just how you, you know, operate online has been such an encouragement for me. You know, I was in such a rut, uh, you know, through the summer and the fall and finally was mm -hmm. able to, you know, just put the stake in the sand and 
So thanks yeah. for all the encouragement, you know, the challenge that you do from afar and uh, yes, just appreciate who you are and the leadership that you bring to the world. So thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you, man. I'm, it's been my honor. Absolutely. Well, for the rest of you, thank you so much for being a part of the Speak With People podcast family. Uh, let me just say this. If you work in an organization and uh, you just, you can tell that your team members are struggling with communicating with each other in healthy ways, maybe some destructive or negative uh, talk has crept into your culture as an organization. Maybe your leadership is trying to figure out how to kind of corral it all. Speak with people comes alongside of organizations and helps them with a communication, a healthy communication employee training seminar. So if that would be something that would be of interest for you of how to elevate the importance and practice of healthy communication in your team and your leadership, please reach out to us. Just simply email Jason at speakwithpeople.com and we'd love to let you know the different packages that are available. Well, again, thank you for being a part of this podcast. It just means the world that you listen, you download, you share it, and it really means the world when you leave a review. So really thank you so much for that. Again, we believe that healthy communication is oxygen for your relationships and your leadership. So when we speak with people, we breathe life into the world. And when we speak at people, we breathe destruction. So the choice is yours. And we hope today encouraged you, inspired you. We're going to put all the notes uh, and all the different references that Jason talked about in the show notes. So make sure that you check out in those. And so thank you again for being a part of the podcast and we will see you next week.